Welcome to the Intertrade Ireland All-Island Innovation Programme podcast. Today we're at Queen's University Belfast attending a masterclass on exploring successful innovation practice by Dr Lawrence Dooley. This is one of a series of expert-led podcasts which brings you advice and opinion on a series of topics over the coming weeks. It aims to bring practical, hands-on tips from world-class innovation thought leaders so that small business owners can begin to introduce some of the innovative concepts into their everyday business practices. Lawrence is a senior lecturer from the Business School, University College Cork, specialising in enterprise and innovation, and we joined him on site at one of his master classes with a group of SMEs. When we talk about innovation, yes, innovation does drive growth. But I think anybody who's an SME here in the room will say a lot of the innovation I undertake is for sustainability, to remain competitive. That's the first threshold I have to meet. And if I meet that then and I achieve some growth on top of it, yes, that's a win-win. So the first thing is that when we look at innovation, Yes, innovation will drive growth and lead to it, hopefully. But one of the first requirements of an SME is to remain sustainable. So tell me, Lawrence, what is the difference between a low-medium technology and high-technology SME? A high-technology SME is defined by the OECD as a company which spends above 7% of their turnover in R&D, and a medium-high-tech is that which spends above 5%. When we talk about low- and medium-tech, we're primarily talking about companies which spend less than 3% of their turnover on R&D, and these are the more traditional-type industries that we normally associate SMEs with. These are the textiles, the meat production, the furniture manufacturing, uh, the animal feeds, the entire food sectors. So when we look at low and medium tech SMEs, these are the majority, the silent majority of SMEs that inhabit Ireland, inhabit Europe, and in fact inhabits the globe. So when we look at the low and medium tech companies, these are the companies which are embedded in their regions, have a really long life and resilience that have survived 80, 90 years, and with good management and good entrepreneurial actions by their general managers, will continue to remain sustainable in the face of turbulence. Because to survive 80 years, They've had to react, they've had to adapt and find novelty. Following on from that then, what is innovation for an SME? There are many definitions of what innovation is. One of my favourite definitions is that innovation is a process, so it's a way of doing things, that adds benefit Now that benefit can be to the end customer, it can be benefit to the organisation, it could even be benefit to the society. And also, most importantly, contributes to the learning. And that latter part is most important because if we undertake something and we learn from it, even if it isn't as successful as we hoped at the start, that learning can be reapplied and down the road maybe much more valuable. So 
innovation is a process that adds benefit and contributes to our knowledge store. What is the first requirement or starting point for an SME? Not all SMEs are the same and even within industry sectors uh, you can often find a high-tech company in a low-tech industry. When we look at the success factors that have enabled companies to innovate, obviously there's a couple of things that come to, the, come to the fore. The first is the centrality of the entrepreneur. Whether the company is 10 years old or 50 years old, we find that the general manager of these low and medium tech, the majority of SMEs, they behave in an entrepreneurial way. They are the interface between the capabilities, the manufacturing production capabilities of the firm and the needs of the market. So that's what the entrepreneur is core. The second thing is that these companies are very close to the market. So after 20, 30, 40 years interacting with the market, they probably know more about the market than the actual customer does. They know the evolution, they can spot trends, they have a sixth sense, hopefully, for where things are going. So that responsiveness to the market is a huge capability that allows them to spot opportunities. The third thing is their process capabilities. So over time, these process capabilities have developed and it becomes an unknown known because they've creatively adapted existing equipment to make it much more customized. So what we find is that there's a lot of hidden capability that isn't recognized in these, in these SMEs. And so by getting the companies to question their capabilities or their resources, they actually unearth its true value and that can be quite a powerful stimulant. And finally then, collaboration. So that these companies are frugal through necessity. They are short on resources, both financial, time, capabilities. So they leverage the external resources of colleague firms through their social network, not in a obviously a structured contract way initially at least, but more in a reciprocity based, uh, where they rely on people's input into this co-creation process. When we look at this, we need to accept that these companies and their entrepreneurial founders learn in a different way. So if we're going to impact them, if we're going to train them, we need to accept that and we need to, to acknowledge that. Lawrence, is there some advice you would give SMEs on how they actually should innovate? The first thing is to actually recognise they are innovating. That innovation isn't anything up there in the ether that's something done by universities or something done by large-scale companies. By the act of responding to change and reposition themselves and making themselves fitter, they are actually innovating. That innovation is probably occurring in process. It's occurring in the packaging of their products. It's occurring in new product development that they may be bringing through. Uh, so we have a habit of thinking of innovation in terms of a world first. But the majority of innovation, 99.9% .9 perhaps, is 
much more subtle. It's much more incremental, and but it's it's much more repetitive. And over time, all of these add up to making the organization more competitive and more sustainable. So firstly, recognize that you're actually doing, you are innovating. The second thing, recognize that in the short to medium term at least, you are, not, you are going to be constrained by your resources and capabilities. Over the long term, yes, you can bring in new capabilities and you develop. So questioning what opportunities those capabilities allow you to move into because that's where you have your tacit knowledge that's where you have your expertise of the years that is a crucial thing so that certain opportunities are open to you other opportunities it will take a lot longer to get there and it'll take time to learn the third thing is a lot of SMEs, especially in the low and medium tech sector, are geographically constrained. Internationalization has happened organically. That we've moved, we were based in Northern Ireland or the Republic, and we moved to the UK because a customer rang us up and had heard about us, and then we moved to someplace else. So it's accidental internationalization. Well, what we need to do is we need to look slightly further afield. We need to challenge ourselves, go to trade shows uh, abroad, further away, so that we learn. And finally, actually value our workforce and value our team as problem solvers, because the nature of an SME existing in a frugal and constrained environment is that every day is a problem that we have to solve in an imaginative way. And so, by working in an SME, we have this natural capability to problem solve. So if we can harness that, then it's not just the general manager that is the be all and end all of the company. They, need, they can grow into becoming an architect for their team to make things happen and to use this team to sense opportunities elsewhere. Do you think innovation is an alternative to R&D? Well, firstly, R&D is part of innovation. It's a case of uh, R&D is viewed as one of the key determinants of innovation. But that is very much from a science technology bias of a technology push. When we look at lower tech SMEs, there's an acceptance that they learn differently. They don't learn through a science, technology and innovation, at least not in the first instances. They learn through a doing, using, interacting. So as a result, if you take those modes, uh, two modes of learning, the outcomes of innovation are going to be different. From a R&D perspective, yes, you are going to have much more novelty, but perhaps there is greater risk in terms of market adoption, in terms of the exploitation, getting it to the market. Whereas from a doing, using, interacting, which is the natural pulse or heartbeat of an SME, well, then what we find is that, yes, it does lead to more conservative or more incremental innovation, but they are more certain that there is a market. The scale of that market may be questionable, but they, they are, they're sure that, yes, it will be successful. And as such, the company sustainability remains guaranteed. 
95% of most of the academics papers out there use R&D as the key determinant of innovation success. So we talk about moving companies up the value chain. We talk about transfer of knowledge from universities to industry. So I'm not saying that R&D isn't important, but I'm just saying that we as academics have a bias in the literature of looking at R&D. R&D is creating new knowledge, advancing the state of the art. Now that's a pretty laudable goal that I don't know many academics have even managed to achieve, let alone an SME. Lawrence, you also spoke today about numerous um, pieces of research, including your own. How does this benefit SMEs? My research, I hope, will raise awareness among policymakers and government officials that as the majority of SMEs are innovating in a way that we're not incentivizing, we're not nurturing and encouraging. There's a big push across the globe towards pushing SMEs up the value chain through R&D and through collaboration with third level institutions. All of these are great, but they are a mature that the SME may, some of the SMEs may not have as such. So there are certain steps that need to be taken, such as the SME manager engaging in management capabilities and training to, to learn certain models that might be out there and broaden their horizon. There's also learning how to collaborate, how to, how to work with people. These are all capabilities that are needed to actually make the higher order incentives actually work. What are the key takeaways that SMEs should leave here today with? The first thing I would say is that by your nature, you are natural innovators. And that innovation will occur across the spectrum of product innovation, process innovation, positional innovation, and even in certain extremes, as the business grows organically, through paradigm innovation, where the organization transitions from one sector or one market to a completely different market. The second thing is we need to accept that the capabilities that we have influence what we do. So given that, given that we need to really understand what our process capabilities are. We need to under, unpick not what we're doing, but how we're doing it. The third thing is we need to broaden the diversity uh, of the resources in terms of human resources we have in our organization through either hiring a staff, bringing in placement students, broadening our diversity because the different people we meet give us insights, give us new experiences. The last thing I would say is beneficial is uh, management training because uh, when we're educated, we get education, we see new opportunities, we see new ways of working and we also see pitfalls that other people have made that we can avoid that harsh learning and costly learning ourselves. Ultimately, 
innovation, it isn't a sprint. It's just a natural routine of an organization across its life. So we need to accept that it's just something we need to be constantly doing. If you are a small or medium-sized enterprise from anywhere on the island of Ireland who wants to begin the open innovation journey, check out Intertrade Ireland's challenge programme on intertradeireland.com which helps SMEs embed an innovation process in their business.